0: What a crazy 24, 48 hours in big-time names, including maybe the two greatest coaches of all time, calling it quits in one case, in another, at least moving on to maybe greener pastures we shall see. We're, of course, talking about multiple names, Pete Carroll, uh, Mike Vrabel, and then here in the last 12 to 16 hours, Belichick expected to have a presser here in about an hour, with the Patriots to step away and likely take another gig eventually. And then Nick Saban, 72 years old, seven national titles, the greatest college football coach of all time, say, you know what, I'm done. Dude, like, that's insane. Like, we always joke things happen in threes or whatever. Like, we're talking about, I mean, I understand Pete Carroll's not on the level of Nick Saban, but still, Pete Carroll, Nick Saban. Pete Carroll's one of three coaches ever to win a national championship in college and a Super Bowl. But Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, and Belichick, I mean, those are huge names to all either call it quits or at least find other opportunities.
1: Yeah. And and so Pete Carroll could still find another opportunity, by the way, for all the people in the text are like, he didn't get fired. Listen to his comments yesterday and tell me his ass didn't get fired. He wanted to coach. He said, I can still coach. I tried. I fought for my job. Um, okay. So yeah, got it. He got fired. He wanted to still be the coach of the Seahawks. They didn't want him to be the coach of the Seahawks anymore. And then they amicably parted ways. It was a wild, because, like, Rabel was surprising. Pete Carroll was even more surprising, because he was talking about keeping the job. And then back to back, we kind of thought Belichick, that one didn't shock me. No, the but Saban, it's still man. a lot to see that after 24 years with one organization, Bill Belichick, the winningest coach in NFL history, is with a different team. And then, yeah, Saban, one of the most decorated college football coaches of all time, and a former Dolphins head coach, by the way, for what, like 13 games? How many games did he coach for them? like 20? He quit halfway through the second year, I think, right? He was like halfway through the second year when he took the Alabama job? 15 and 17. Okay, 22 games. Got got most of the way through that second year before he quit the job. Let's not talk about his NFL career because that's obviously not made it. I think a lot of people tried to make the Saban thing about NIL. Isn't this just because he's 71 Dude,
0: he's seventy-one years old. Isn't it just as simple as I, that necessarily? I mean, it's obviously possible. I, I mean, none of us know the the direct answer to that question. I tend to believe it is uh, a little bit of both, right? If we're being honest, I think yeah, naturally you, you get to seventy-one, seventy-two years old. That's always going to be a question. But man, he was still he, he was still putting together a masterful coaching job this particular year at Alabama. When you consider where they were the first three, four weeks of the season. And then where they ended up, which was still making the college football playoff when we still only had four teams, not this expanded twelve. I'm sure age. I mean, that's a that's a ton of work for anybody, let alone somebody in your 70s. You talk about the recruiting and and yeah, I wouldn't want to do it at seventy-one
1: years old. Although he was
0: at work at eight a.m. this morning, like a lunatic, he just quit. But I will say, I think NIL and conference realignment absolutely has played somewhat of a role, Cody. Like, I I mean, how many times do you want to change? I mean, think about everything that's happened in the twenty-plus years that he's been the coach there. Uh, or seven, 17 years or whatever it was for for uh, for Saban. I was thinking twenty something with Belichick, seventeen or so for Nick Saban. I mean that, that's a lot. And now you have you know the SEC growing. You're adding Texas and Oklahoma. The NIL landscape. I I think a lot of that has driven. I mean we can have a broader conversation. It's not just what's going on now. Let's expand it out. The last four years, even in college basketball, where Roy Williams and Jay Wright and Coach K and I think NIL has contributed along with age. I'm not saying Roy Williams and Coach K weren't also getting up there in age. It's definitely part of the equation. But Jay Wright was not that old, okay? Yeah. And, and like, I, I do think there's something to, look, NIL, do I want to really go through this mess? This is, a, you know, a young man's game, if you will. Like, I, I, I do think there's some truth to that. I think, I, I think in this,
1: I'm not saying in every case, right? If we're just broadly generalizing, yeah. I do think NIL has forced a lot of people out of the sport who don't want to do it. That's also what interests me about the people who might replace Saban, because obviously who is the next head coach at Alabama is a bigger deal than who's the next head coach at the Patriots. Like it sucks to follow Bill Belichick, it's much but more of a trickle down effect. Yeah, Yeah, because, well, let's just say, for instance, the current betting offshore favorite to get the Alabama job is Dan Lanning, who has a pretty good job at Oregon. So if he takes the job at Alabama, this is like it's like the worst version of white elephant where every school gets picked off until one team finally just decides to settle on like the OC fine. I'll keep the potholders so we can end this thing from going. Cause if Dan Lanning takes the organ job, then Oregon's probably going to want a new good head coach to keep all their recruits, and then this guy down and everyone in between. And following Saban in Alabama seems like, oh, I don't know, a complete nightmare. What do you have,
0: six national championships during that time? Yeah, six at Bama, seven overall in his career. And I, I think, yeah, I mean, anytime a major job opens up, uh, you have a coaching carousel. I mean what you describe doesn't happen all that often, but if a Michigan job opens up, the same thing applies and Ohio State, same thing applies where it impacts 3 4 other jobs as well and that will be itching and there's the transfer portal which we we know is you know they already lost 17 players at Alabama transfer portal and now the window opens back up for those players and depending on who they hire some more players may choose to leave, but then also let's say it's Dan Lanning and do some Oregon players want to head back down to Alabama eventually. Like there is a major trickle down and that's, what's fascinating about this. And it just has huge ramifications. But I, I, I do believe when we're talking about like the next year impact in the SEC, where now Texas and Oklahoma are there. That was already going to be different. If you're a school, like I, I keep saying, like, if you're a school like Missouri, where next year is setting up to be kind of a big year and expectations are that maybe you do make the college football playoff and, your schedule is very nice. Like, this is significant news for you if you're Eli Drinkwitz. Not just from a recruiting angle, but you have Bama on the schedule next year. I'm just saying, like, I don't It's think... easier no matter who it is if it's not yeah. Nick Saban. I'm not telling you Bama's only winning five games next year. No. But are they going to be as good without Nick Saban? It's a very fair question, no matter who no matter
2: who they hire. You could argue a spot in the in the SEC title game is open, potentially, now. Because a lot of people, I think, going into it and no divisions thought, okay... Alabama, Georgia, probably the favorites. Maybe Texas is in there as well. All of a sudden, it opens the door potentially. Not that it would happen, but Missouri could go ten and two and make the SEC title game, and uh, that would lock you in, obviously, to the. I would like that. I know you, know
0: Sun Junior had me say that as a you really? grab, but I would love that as someone that bet really? them at fifty to one to win the title next year, and it's already down to thirty to one. Yeah, that would be beneficial for you. And the reason to me uh, I don't think they are winning the title, but I get your I, point. I can hedge. That's
2: all I need. I don't need them to win the title. It but. is interesting. Alabama said they they they've they've requested the players can do whatever they want technically, but Alabama has asked them to wait 72 hours before you know, entering the portal because mm-hmm. they are wanting to like we we can have it today, oh, you the know. Do you know what my responsibility to, mean, to, to that as a player? Move quick.
1: Do you know what my responsibility to that if I was a player? No. How about that? How about no? Did you give me 72 hours notice? Hey, when I committed to you, Did you give me any kind of notice that head coach Nick Saban might not be the coach anymore? I didn't even get a warning. Well, then cool. I'm leaving. I'm telling you right now, if I were a player, there is no way on earth I'm honoring that 72 hours. If I want to stay at Alabama and I'm fine with Dan Lanning or one of these other guys, fine. But if I'm like, no, I was only coming here to play for Nick Saban's Alabama, then leave. You do not owe them anything in this 72-hour hold as you were not warned about the possibility of the head coach of the university leaving when you took the, the part. Yeah, uh, this is why I like, by the way, the transfer portal and all this stuff. Is Think about all these kids before where they have to like sit out a year. Ten years ago, they got to like sit out a year because Nick Saban left right after he got convinced you. He sat in your living room and convinced you to commit to Alabama, that's no way to, like, that, that's not fair. If he can leave, then I should be able to have a little freedom there.
2: I, I don't think, like, I don't buy the, I know it, it contributed, but I don't buy the the portal and NIL is the reason why he's leaving because the portal's been here for a while, actually. He's won a title while the, in the portal era. I think it's contributed to part of it, but, and there was somebody who said he's complained about NIL, that's why he's leaving, Kirby Smart's complained about NIL. He's not leaving. Chip Kelly's complained about NIL. He's not leaving. There's other coaches who have complained about it. Dabo said he quit. There there is one. The the one (laughs) thing about Coach Saban, I think, the reason why he complains and talks about is because his life has been college football essentially. That he cares so much about the sport. He looks after the sport in general, not. Yeah. I'm whining because I'm at Alabama and obviously my situation is better than most.
0: I think that's very fair. Yeah. He he, he kind of like Belichick to a certain extent, and we know they're friends, but just how they talk about the game. Like they're both truly Yeah, they, they appreciate the history of stewards of the whatever. game. Is that y- what you want to say? Y- yeah, I mean that's a great that's exactly the right word. I, you know, I, I think there's truth to that. However, I think when you are seventy one or seventy two years old it does and worry. you've gone through so much change, there probably does get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm not adjusting again. And I, I do think yeah. it's one of many factors perhaps on why someone like Nick Saban would say, you know what? I'm done. I mean, think about everything that has changed since he's been the head coach there. And obviously, again, I, I don't think there's any debate. He is the greatest college football coach, not in our life, like ever. He yeah. is the greatest Agreed. college football coach. It's unbelievable what he did at Alabama. And again, let's not forget, he won a national championship at LSU on top of it prior to that. But it, it's just fascinating to see, I mean, it. you know, some, Somebody was was mentioning, I can't remember what national reporter, I think it was, maybe it was Jeff Goodman. He's like, this isn't stunning. Like, well, anytime a legendary coach retires, it is, it is stunning. I'm sorry, it is stunning. Um, and, and so that, to me, doesn't matter in this scenario of like, oh, did you, did you think it was coming? Or like, well, We knew he wasn't coaching for 10 more years. It doesn't mean that when he retires, whether it's this year next year, it'll be stunning. When Andy Reid eventually retires, whether it's in three years or eight years, it'll still be stunning. I mean, when you talk about figures like that retiring, it is stunning news.
1: Well, that's why Bill Belichick this morning, obviously, out. His press conference is scheduled for 11 o'clock. If there are cuts out of there, we'll certainly bring them to you. Because, yeah, the Carroll, who's another legendary coach, followed by a bigger legend in Nick Saban, (laughs) and then... Maybe the greatest NFL head coach of all time. Congrats, Bill Belichick. Also changing gears. Yeah, someone
0: said Pete Carroll was like Farrah Fawcett yesterday, just in terms of like the... Poor guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this was like, I don't think he meant it to be his day, but like, man, <laughs> all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah. By the way, that Pete Carroll guy retired oh, too. Pete guy. You know, <laughs>
1: no big deal. Just one of three coaches ever to win a college national championship and a Super Bowl trophy and just spent the last 15 years. In t- it's fine. Um, <laughs> Bill's, Bill's really interesting because... The reporting on him the first thing this morning is exactly how I feel about Bill, which is not every team's going to line up to get Bill Belichick. And part of you is like, excuse me? Because if this were the other way around, if Nick Saban wasn't leaving Alabama, he just said, hey, I'll come coach at anybody's school who wants me. (laughs) There'd be 40, I mean, every school, just literally every school. Yeah. However many Division I football programs, that's the number. They'd all fire their coach to take on Nick Saban. Just every single one of them would fire their coach. They'd be like, Ryan Day, nice seeing you. Bye-bye. Right? They just all fire it. In Bill Belichick's case, I don't disagree. If he wants to be the general manager, he would be like fourth on my head coach want list. And I know that that sounds crazy because of the history that he had completed at in New England. But if he also wants to be the GM of my team, I would rather have probably three other guys as my head coach before him. That includes Mike Vrabel. And that includes taking shots on guys like Ben Johnson, probably. Because at the least, I know that they're just doing the one job. And with Belichick, you have to worry a little bit about the he's never won without Tom Brady stuff. I think that's a fair complaint at this point.
0: Yeah, like the only, only reason why I wouldn't hire him would be if he wants to be the GM. That's it. Um, if you told me that the commanders could hire him and they didn't have to give him player personnel control and it was more of a setup of what Andy Reid has now, which is he has some say, but he has a general manager. I think that works, and I can see the commanders being very interested and still someone that has a chance to go down as the best NFL head coach in history. Uh, are there issues? No no coach is perfect for sure. Um, does he fit in every single spot? No. And do I, do I want him to be my GM? Absolutely not. But from a head coach, let's not I, – I don't think the last three years should completely let, – let's not downplay the quality of a head coach – that Bill Belichick to me still is, but at yes, least from a concern, defense stand, I agree. The, well, that, I mean, that's <laughs> that. I mean, how's that any different than most of these guys that we're talking about, Cody? You know what sure. I mean? Like, I mean, Ben Johnson, unproven. We all think he's an offensive genius, but I don't. You may not know anything about defense. I don't know. Yeah. I would argue some of the better offensive coordinators are guys that are actually pretty good defensive minds too. Just makes sense, right? You know both, but like we don't know. I mean. Andy Reid, we talk about here, offensive genius. Steve Spagnuolo is basically the defensive head coach. He's the coordinator, but, like, Andy let Spags handle all that because he's smart. Let him do He's the best at that. I'll do my thing. So, I don't know if it matters if we think, well, Belichick, he's only a good defensive coach. Like, well, I, don't I, I, don't like, I don't think that I don't that think matters. he's going to let
1: like, somebody else handle his offense. That's the difference. I don't think, like, in Andy's case, right, where – Maybe defense isn't his specialty, and he lets Spags do it. I don't think Bill Belichick's going to go to Washington and be like, hey, offensive coordinator I've chosen, you handle the offense. Bill That's Belichick's, not how Bill operates. But yeah, but
0: Bill's not calling the offensive plays. Never has. No, I'm just saying from a design, the design of his offense oh, over input. the last. He has input, yeah, it's sure. It's not been good. He has input. Yeah, he, he obviously will be making a mistake if he goes and just hires Bill O'Brien or, or McDaniels, McDaniels to be again. his his OC. But I, I think, like, from a coach, I, I don't want to – I think sometimes as much as it's very easy to look at the last couple years of Belichick and see him without Brady and now like think he sucks. I think that's a little overblown. But yeah, as a GM, I'm with you. Like, No, you cannot be my GM and a coach. Then I'm not interested. But if it's Atlanta or any of these other teams and they're like, hey, we love you to be our head coach, we'll pay you whatever money you want, but you're not our GM and he's good with that, then I think it can work.
1: There's a sizable difference between my interest level, you're right, between whether or not he just wants to be a coach or if he wants to do both. The other thing about this, I always wonder, it's like, You're going through this kind of massive change. You're Bill Belichick. You've been the head coach of a team for a quarter of a century. I don't remember what the stats were this morning. It was like there have been 245 other coaches in football. And the amount of time Bill Belichick has just been the coach of that. The Chiefs themselves have had six different coaches during that time. And Andy Reid's been the coach for the last, what, I mean, 10 plus years. He's the third longest tenured coach now in all of football. So only behind, uh, I think it's Harbaugh and Tomlin left that have been there at their team longer than Andy Reed. If you're doing that, then just make a change, like make a change. You still think you got the coaching chops. I would never argue that defensively for Bill Belichick. He has never lost that touch offensively. It could just be chalked down to what we would put on any coach, which is Doesn't
0: turns out if you don't have a
1: quarterback, <laughs> nobody's going to make you look all that good on offense. The problem is, as we just stated, he chose all those guys. He chose Mac Jones. He chose Bailey Zappy. All the rumors at one point late in Tom Brady's career is that he wanted to choose Jimmy G he Let Tom Brady go when he was still Capable of being a Super Bowl winning quarterback I know that because Tom Brady Left and won a Super Bowl so There are parts of like the control Working for him that structure That would make me hesitant on Bill We really need new phones T-Mobile Will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s And each line is only $25 a month New iPhone 15s over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in When
0: you switch